0: Now, to take advantage of it properly, you got to invest in that education. And that's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for. So let's learn together. Guys, this is Jay Crypto once again. And here you can subscribe to get content on some cutting-edge blockchain uh, adoptions, some projects that have some serious potential general blockchain and cryptocurrency news and so much more guys so please hit the subscribe button hit the like if you like this video and before we get into anything else let me just explain i am not a financial advisor i am simply an entertainer as of now so because i'm just an entertainer Doing anything I tell you guys to do, investing in anything that I say is a good investment is a very bad idea, and you should not do it. You should instead do something else that your financial advisor tells you to do. But um, all that aside, let's get into it. Let's get into the fun stuff now. (laughs) So basically, guys, today's project I wanted to cover this um, very innovative project type of NFT marketplace called NFT Mall. And I've seen it multiple times from YouTubers like Crypto Stash and a few other guys that mostly cover NFTs. I got interested in it because as you know, I do talk about some NFTs that have some passive income potential. Like investing in a fractionalized piece of real estate or, you know, investing in something that spits off dividends of an entire company's ecosystem, things of that nature. And I do think that this is another project that seems incredibly interesting. So, first off, let's look at the token. So, the token for this project is called Gem Token, it's about 57 cents. Now, earlier, um, I don't think we went back too far, but. So, in June 11th is when they first made the public sale available. I believe they did a private sale before then. So, the project. Has seen a 50% decline in value, um, almost 50%, more like 43% since it was at a dollar and now it's at about 57 cents. So keep that in mind, and it could continue to drop. In my opinion, it probably, it, it might continue to drop. Probably will until the ecosystem's finished. Um, now, really, am I bullish on this project? Am I a believer in this project? It hasn't sold me just yet, and that's due to its ambitious goals that require some real world implementations. And I tend to like ecosystems that can function and operate completely on chain and don't have to have the overhead that, you know, uh, other ecosystems can provide. And I'm going to explain that. But with those challenges comes NFT mall's biggest upside, because if they're able to accomplish what they're looking to, they will no doubt be a premier leader in the NFT space, and could possibly open a gateway between e-commerce and NFTs. So let's get into the site, guys. Now, just because I say I don't believe in this project doesn't mean I don't believe in the thesis. Whether this project is able to accomplish what it's setting out to do, or another project is, I do believe that NFTs and e-commerce are inching closer and closer to a meeting place, and it will change our entire world. Um, before that happens, this seems like the pioneer of doing so, and they have probably the cleanest roadmap and cleanest white paper, as well as interoperability between both the Binance Smart Chain and Polygon, and eventually they are looking to expand onto the Wax blockchain, uh, which both of these platforms right here offer some of the lowest gas fees, especially for NFTs, and other things as well all right so oh a faster block um transaction times as well and more flexibility now with that being said let's go over this project so nft means DeFi and e-commerce If you don't know what an nft is it stands for a non-fungible token and i think you'll just by listening to this if you're on the podcast or if you're on youtube and you're watching this you're gonna have a better sense of what an nft is by the end of this video so just stay tuned NFT Mall is the world's first creator-centric, DeFi-powered, multi-chain operational, physically redeemable NFT place. Now, this is what I was talking about, the physically redeemable portion. So it's been audited. I like to see this because SirTech is obviously the major leading, most trusted auditing auditing, um, company in the crypto space. So whenever you see that something's been audited, it's always nice. I believe that you can click on this and check out the full audit report, which I highly suggest that you do. So if you don't create NFTs and you don't buy them, then you're really going to be wanting to focus on both the liquidity providing aspect of this project and then the staking aspect. Now, you can stake gem tokens and earn, I believe, anywhere from 100% APY to a 200% APY. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit later, but that's obviously a very, you know, incentivizing or I guess delicious looking APY. Decentralized NFT marketplace for everybody. So fully transparent and healthy NFT ecosystem harnessing the power of DeFi and e-commerce. For creators, NFT mall is the most creator friendly NFT marketplace built for mainstream digital artists receive the full price and ongoing royalties of your artwork, paying zero gas fees. So this was pretty interesting because NFT creators get to have the full price of their artwork if they choose, but they also can um, commission it out to social media influencers. So this is something a little bit different than what we've seen with things like OpenSea and Rarible, where the biggest royalty or commission comes from sales and perpetuity. So, for example, if you create a digital piece of artwork and you sell it, and then the next person sells it, you get 10% of that next person who sells your original artwork. And then, if anybody else sells it in the future, you're always going to make a 10% royalty on it. So that's what makes NFTs so uh, interesting for investors. Is If I'm able to create something that people will sell in perpetuity, I'm actually gaining a tech royalty over it. And forever, I will be getting about 10%. But this is different. This is saying, Hey, instead of paying the high fees of creating, minting and posting an NFT, all you gotta do is post it and you can post it for basically free or you can post it and then hire one of our vetted affiliates. Who will then go out and market your NFT? And you can say, you know what, you'll get a 10% fee on this initial sale, which is pretty interesting. For collectors, at NFT Mall, the copyright and quality of NFTs are protected, so you can buy with confidence. For affiliates, anyone can promote favorite creators' NFTs for affiliate commission. Creators set this commission. For curators, anyone can earn rewards by contributing to keep our marketplace authentic and safe. So this is interesting because now they're incentivizing the community to basically curate the NFTs that are allowed to come through into the NFT marketplace. A huge problem that we've seen with things like Rarible and OpenSea is when somebody has a digital art piece, they may post it on three different sites at once. Whereas with these curators, they're gonna be able to scan and check out and make sure that they're not posting their same art piece It just has a different contract address on multiple platforms. Physically redeemable NFTs. So this is the biggest challenge and biggest opportunity that I see for NFT mall. Um, If they can pull this off, it's going to be fantastic. So basically what they say is we create a bridge between digital NFT and physical products secured with blockchain. NFT mall will open a whole new world where NFT and e-commerce meet. It's no longer a dream to redeem your $8 million NFT into physical products and show off its authenticity using our mobile app. So this is a good example. This guy bought the NFT, which was of this T-shirt, and now he owns it digitally in his wallet. And then when he wants to actually get that T-shirt shipped to him, which this platform will be responsible for, not the creator of the NFT, then what will happen is he'll have to burn his NFT And this platform will send him the shirt. So that's why there's such a big opportunity, as I'm sure you can imagine. There's infinite ways to take advantage of that. Um, So I want to show you guys this investor pitch deck. And then I suggest that you go ahead and read it yourself on your own time and go through it a little more, you know, carefully. But also, and the reason why, by the way, I think that this is a big challenge is just to the fact that with these you know, redeemable NFTs, if they're responsible for the shipping and creation, that means manufacturing costs. That means that they're gonna have to coordinate shipping. And if it's decentralized, we're talking about a worldwide basis. So, I mean, coming from a background where I worked for a business that, you know, was a global enterprise, if you will, and had to ship products all over the place, this seems like a very daunting task to me. In fact, it's incredibly daunting. Um, however, e-commerce has evolved over the years, and you see drop shippers and all these different types of uh, micro e-commerce communities that are able to ship things from China to the U.S. or from Greenland to Australia. So I don't know; it's, it's hard to really say. But let's let's just continue on and check out this pitch deck here. So NFT Mall. this will just go to show you a little bit about nfts so nfts the total value of nft market transactions tripled in 2020 alone um, to more than 250 million dollars so this has been happening and it's really skyrocketed this year i'm excited to see the numbers for 2021 but Market activity has increased significantly. The total number of active wallets transacting NFTs skyrocketed, growing 97% from 112,000 to 222,000 in 2019 to 2020. So, if you're watching this, you're still really early, guys, but still, I mean, it, it grew 97%. That means that people that are transacting with NFTs hold NFTs. It's just on an exponential growth curve right now. NFT traders have also experienced unprecedented financial performance so far. Profits in a single year range from $500,000 to $100,000 for some traders. Um, so if you're a trader of NFTs or a collector, and this is one that you're going to want to have on your radar since they curate a lot of the content they provide you with tools when you go to resell. And you can actually offer people uh, more real-world experience by giving them an NFT when you go to sell it that they can actually burn in exchange for the real-world item. $1.3 billion. The total market cap for project-based NFTs finished was $338 million at the close of 2020. Masari research analyst Mason Nystrom believes this figure could rise to around $1.3 billion in 2021, so obviously that's like a 4x um, or a 3x, somewhere around 4 or 3 from just one year. So things are happening for this. So what's the problem with current NFT marketplaces? Well, as you guys may know, there's high entry barriers through gas fees, and, you know your customer processes. And, um pretty much every every marketplace for NFTs other than a select few on the Binance Smart Chain and maybe some being built on Polygon are operating on Ethereum and as we know Ethereum gas fees are super high right now there's also limited access there's a limited access to a marketplace for creators who pay high prices and also run the risk of huge financial loss in the process Um, Royalty issues. Royalty rewards are biased and set by third-party marketplace, not by the creator. Thus, creators often mint the same NFT in the the different marketplace and NFT loses its authenticity and value. Lack of exposure. Most NFT marketplaces lack exposure to creators and collectors. Artists need exposure to create, share, and monetize content. Low-quality NFTs. Marketplaces are bombarded with low-quality and spammy NFTs, thus making it very difficult for buyers to look and find rare valuable NFTs. This is all true, so they're doing a great job on this, this project. Zero utility in the real world. Current NFTs only exist in the virtual digital world. Forum. There's no way to display such valuable digital collectibles and prove authenticity and ownership in the real world. So let's say that you're into, you know, Chanel purses, right? And you want to buy a a collectible Chanel purse because those can just absolutely like arbitrage like crazy. Well, if you want to buy something like that and... Now you can buy it in an e-commerce way online and then you get an NFT for it. So actually what you're really doing is you're buying an NFT from the company. You see how many purses are there because the NFT will list how many purses are in total. Is it a one of one? Is it one of 10? But these are collectibles. So once you purchase that NFT, you can hold it in your wallet and you can use it in digital worlds, virtual reality worlds. You You can walk around with it and it's a virtual version of it. And if you want it in the real world, I mean, we're talking about potentially a $50,000 NFT, then what you can do is you can burn that purse and have that purse be sent to you directly. So I can see that for major businesses. I just don't know how they're gonna do that. And what I think they should do is partner with brands like Chanel and offer that experience and take care of maybe the shipping, take care of the NFT creation, or outsource it to their own community and creators because what what i think is interesting is if you can get brands to be a part of this what i'm worried for nft mall and if you guys follow nft mall then let me know in the comments if you have any like shed some light on this for people that are new to crypto but what i'm worried is that they're only going to be focused on making stuff like t-shirts and jeans and caps and there's definitely a place for that but if brands can't partner with this platform, like, I don't know, a Chanel or a, uh, Abercrombie and Fitch or, um, Vans, right. And they have the real thing, but they want to be able to mint it. And they want to also have quality control over the actual real thing. Then this could be a lot more interesting to me because now you have a valuable you don't just have them, you know, 3D printing something for the brand on a t-shirt. You have the actual physical purse. And that would create much higher commissions for both the original creator and the marketplace in general. So th- those are my thoughts on this. And I'm worried that they're just going to be like focusing on startup brands, like lifestyle brands that just want to print out t-shirts, which is still really cool because if you see something that you think is cool and you can wear it in a virtual reality world then that's still cool. And then if you burn it, you can actually get that thing. That's still cool. And there's potential for those types of assets to grow and brands to be created on this platform and the manufacturing all to be done by NFT mall. But I, I do see some issues down the road for them to be able to manufacture and ship worldwide those real world products. And I haven't been able to find more information on how they're going to be doing their manufacturing, how they're going to be doing you know, this and that. So that's very interesting, but let's move on. NFT mall solutions. So NFT mall identifies the limitations of existing marketplaces and has taken innovative measures to tackle these problems. Let's see how they're doing that. So they've eliminated the barrier of entry by having a zero minting fee, zero primary sale fee. Creators get full price for their hard work, lowest platform fees in the NFT space, only 2% for secondary sales, and only 1% if gem is used as the currency. Open to an everyone, know, know your customer, no application, no permission, purely decentralized and creator and community centric, multi-chain operational and utilizes Binance Smart Chain and uh, for low gas price to users. Multiple standard support. Existing marketplaces only support either BEP or ERC twenty standard. NFT Mall solves that issue by supporting collectively BEP and ERC standards. Later, more to be added, an example, Wax Protocol. Thus, NFT Mall becomes the very first multi-chain operational and multi-standard support NFT marketplace. Exposure to creators and artists. NFT Mall introduces an affiliate program that allows creators to focus on excellent NFT creation instead of marketing. Weekly contest programs will allow new talents to be recognized and win massive economic gains. So that's very interesting. I did think that that was one of my favorite parts of this NFT marketplace was their relationships they're aiming to build with some big affiliates. And if you have paintings that are selling for $3,000, like their NFT marketplace has, like these things aren't, you know, $50 NFTs. These are like $3,000, $1,000 NFTs. Then that's a $300 commission sometimes to uh, an affiliate so that's a big deal and as they list more nfts that are quality over quantity then i mean if you're a good affiliate this is a huge potential market for you community-based content creation nft mall aims to build a. Decentralized application, an automatic detection system for the minting of NFTs on secondary marketplaces and copyrighted NFTs. Anyone from the community has the opportunity to identify and report with proof any malicious activity such as minting the same NFT on a secondary platform or unauthorized copyrighted digital item minting. Smart sorting engine, uh, engine. NFT mall tackles the low-quality spammy NFT problem using a Google-like smart sorting engine. We also aim to improve it in near future by utilizing AI machines. So, listen guys, I'm not going to go through the whole white paper, but number one, what I like about this is... And you guys can look at the tokenomics you can look at how they're you know using the funds to pay the developers to pay the community to pay the private sale you can reread their advantages you can look at the use cases of the gem token i'll go through this with you so if you're curious about what you can do with gem and you're not an affiliate you're not a creator and you don't buy nfts here's what you can do you can do marketplace mining liquidity mining stake gem Get BNB reward, which I was very... That's what brought me into this project because you guys know I'm in it for the passive income um, and the entertainment, obviously. Stake gem for governance. Stake gem gets NFT drop. Stake gem to rank higher on smart sorting engine. Gem is the currency that will be used in auctioning off NFTs and for the auction of advertisement slots at NFT malls gem native currency of nft mall also used for listing buy and sell of digital items at nft mall deflationary token model automated buyback and burn so with the fees they buy back and burn the token there's a max supply of 20 million uh, tokens and um, it's going to be deflationary so that's always good for price but the coolest part in my mind was the this thing which is let me just check this out So look at these APYs. So full term APY doesn't mean a variable APY, right? So that's what got me pretty fascinated with this because a lot of the APYs with yield farming are higher than this. You got like a 300% APY, but that can fluctuate between 150 and 300 pretty darn quick. So when you have a full term APY, and all you got to do is lock up the gem token for about 120 days. And then if you withdraw it early, you can't withdraw it for 90 days, you can withdraw it for th- with 30. So this makes sense to me. And it makes sense to me because they only allow 50,000 gem. So it makes sense why they're able to cap that APY and say, we're going to pay you 50%. And if you put in a thousand gem, then you guys can do the math. But I wanted to bring this to your attention because it seems like a very early opportunity. However, the same thing could be said with liquidity pool providers. You have full term APY of 200%. You have a full maturity date of a year. And to provide liquidity, I asked the telegram, you have to basically create a pool for both BNB and for um, gem token. And all you got to do to do that is go on to PancakeSwap Think they actually give you a place that you can. uh... So you go here, you click on Buy Gem, that will bring you to Pancake Swap. Okay, then you just buy Gem with your BNB. Now you want to make sure that you have enough Gem to BNB in US dollar uh, proportion, and then you can click on the Liquidity tab on Pancake Swap, and then you can add liquidity for Gem and BNB. And then boom, you're pretty much good to go. And if you don't have the contract for Gem, then you can go back to CoinGecko and you can grab it right here, where it says contract. And all you gotta do when you're on CoinGecko, because it is hard to find this, don't type in Gem, type in NFT mall into the search bar. CoinGecko is free, so you can look up any coin anytime on that service. So if you're interested in those juicy APYs, that's how you guys do it. I'm not sure if they're allowing liquidity pool miners to stake yet. I haven't tried it but i did put like 12 gems just to test into this gold staking or like i think i put 24 or six i forget but definitely around that area into this you know staking maybe like a few days ago and i'm just gonna leave it there and see what happens but i just really want to test it for you guys other than that i don't own any gem token i actually am interested in another nft marketplace that's coming up but For the purposes of this video, I'm only going to talk about NFT Mall and honestly, I will say this about NFT Mall. Other than their ambitious goals being so ambitious that it would really be shocking to see them succeed because if they succeed, guys, you got to understand no one else is doing this. There's no other NFT place that has all these measurements in place and has such a clean roadmap and looks so professionally legit. It makes you wonder who's part of the team. So. Part of the team, we have MD, so Doctor Rakhib uh, um, Ahmed. We have Eduardo Moriara, and then we have Stefan Newt. So let's read their bios real quick to see. Oh, and sorry, sorry, Galen McBride. They should put him in the middle <laughs> instead of on the side there. But um uh, Rakhib Ahmed is a PGD in international. Business Administration from Anglia Ruskin University in Cambridge. He is experienced in economics, business administration and management and passionate about blockchain research and development. He is also a blockchain and cryptography enthusiast and a dedicated supporter. His passion for blockchain and technology along with his business expertise creates a unique blend. Eduardo has international experience working and living in the United States, Latin America and Europe. With an MBA and background and an experience as an IT director, CTO, and CEO in various multinational companies such as Clover Technology and MindGym, he also owns a software company called Ice. He is... Now helping others achieve technological efficiencies and positive market disruptions using decentralized technology as part of his digital transformation programs. He previously served as an advisor for Locker, Paratech, or Orion Protocol, so that's a big one, guys, and Alliance Block. And then we have Stefan Newton. Stefan was a founding member and CFO of Lindercoin, where they brought... Many first of their kind products to the market. Well, that's what these guys are doing, so that's good. He first entered the crypto space in 2016. He brings a plethora of knowledge to the DeFi and NFT space with experience in the pr- procurement of capital inflows, organizing partners, creating social media content and marketing strategies. He has a passion for the blockchain space that drives the envelope, that drives the envelope of innovation for tech- for tomorrow's futures. And then we have Galen McBride. Galen has extensive professional experience in the cryptocurrency industry. Founding Linda MRX and competitive wager-based gaming platform GMG, Galen has also provided abundant consultations advising popular crypto projects on collaboration, brand building, and exchange listings. Managing content creation, partnership development, project product development and implementing creative marketing strategies have shaped his expertise with a fundamental perspective on the blockchain. So again, I'm just curious. I mean, they obviously have tech, they have their finances in order, they have the business side of things in order, they also have the social marketing side of things in order um, from the team. I mean each of these guys sounds very proficient in all of those areas So it's really just a matter of time seeing how this plays out guys. That's kind of all that I'm interested in at the moment um, if we go on to browse you can check out the NFTs that are currently for sale or being offered. So some of them say that it's not for sale I wonder if that means that it's not for sale yet or it's already sold and then some of them that are for sale There's only currently three they're three art pieces. They don't look like they have a lot of metadata and I'm not sure what their use cases are. But since this is an early NFT marketplace, I doubt that their only goal is to be art. I'm sure that they're going to dip their toes into other things like real estate and you know gaming and wearables and things of that nature. But these NFTs are currently being sold for quite a hefty price. This one is being sold for one or for 5 BNB, currently $1,700, and it's called Chinatown. Another is being sold for $3,566, $3, which is equivalent to 10 BNB, and that's called Goldfish. And then the third painting that's being sold for 10 BNB is called Rainbow Feather, which is another $3,566. Now, each one has a timer on it, so I wonder what that means, but the... Two of them say 10 months are left, so it's quite a wide range for people to be able to participate in the auction. And then the the goldfish one only has six months left. Whew, so that's interesting. But again, it, oh, oh, by the way, I didn't really explain this for people on the podcast, but to stake gem, you can stake it, and there's basically four different ways to stake it. So two ways you are single staking the gem token okay and i believe you're earning both fees from gem and bnb and the apys are quite insane so let me explain to you some of these apys so for the silver staking the period is 120 days for full maturity but you have an early withdrawal date of 90 days you get an early withdrawal apy if you decide to withdraw at the first 90 days of 30 percent now if you decide to stick it out for the whole 120 days, then you make 50% on your original profit. I do not know if this profit gets paid out to you daily, weekly, or if it just gets compounded, or if it even just gets paid to you at the end of the term. It's hard to say, and I haven't been able to find that information. So if somebody knows, please drop it down in the comments. The next one, which is a higher tier and a longer lock period, it offers 100% APY and that is another single staking gem uh, protocol it's called the gold staking opportunity the pool size is another 50,000 gem so only 50,000 gem can be staked the full term APY is 100% APY so that means if you stake 50,000 gem a value you should be receiving 50,000 gem of value back again what's very crucial for this for any yield farmers or defi users out there is understanding and I'm going to make a follow up video and just go over the marketplace and the staking. But what would be crucial for you guys, in my opinion, would be understanding how this APY gets paid out, because that's very important to know, especially if they're paying you out in a volatile asset like Gem or BNB, and they're not paying you out in stable coins. The full maturity date is around 240 days. And then there's an early withdrawal um, APY of 80%, so a 20% discount. And you can early withdrawal at 180 days. Then the two liquidity provider ways to stake is when you when you combine both BNB and GEM token, and that full term APY is 100. percent So if you stake basically $10,000 of both GEM and, and uh, BNB, you should in theory be receiving, um, without any volatility in the assets being provided, $10,000 of GEM and BNB. The full maturity on that one will take 180 days, and then there's an early withdrawal period of 50. Uh, Percent APY, so that halves from the 100% for the full term, and you can early withdraw that at 120 days. So this means that you are locking up your initial investment for at least 120 days. And then the highest APY is the Diamond Liquidity Staking. Now this one you have to lock up for a full year, but you are promised to receive 200% APY. And to do that, you also have to build liquidity pool of both BNB and Gem Token. There is an early withdrawal date of 270 days upon locking it up and if you do early withdrawal you get 150% APY So guys, that pretty much covers everything that I wanted to go over. I think this is a huge opportunity. I think brands will be built on this from scratch because if you think about it, you can basically create a brand where you sell types of jeans and then you design them. And then if NFT mall is good enough and can design those jeans and make real world wearables, now you're offering people not only an asset they can wear in a virtual reality world that should exist in the next five to 10 10 years where everyone from all ages will be participating in on something like an Oculus. And there's gonna be business meetings and all sorts of things from the corporate world being done virtually because it's just gonna be more efficient to do it that way. Or tours of different types of zoning properties, and all different stuff. Then it's conceivable to think that people will want some, you know, drip to wear in that virtual world. So if they wanna get some drip, then this is a perfect place to do it because not only can they get that asset, um virtually but they can also burn it if they want to get it in the real world so depending on the quality of the clothing and depending on the design and depending on the interoperability that they have with other brands i do think that this space has a ton of ton of potential guys but right now it's just too early to tell so i just wanted to put on your radar because so far the thesis is so ambitious and the tokenomics are pretty good But it's hard to tell what they're gonna do, and this is a good step for other NFT marketplaces. What people don't understand about crypto is they think it's such a binary: who's gonna win, who's gonna lose environment. But what I believe, guys, is that when an NFT marketplace like this comes out, they're gonna be taking bits and pieces from other NFT marketplaces that come out too, and they're gonna be learning from new technology and implementing it to make their platform better for their community and users. And that also means that multiple of these types of sites can exist at the same time so that's where i think people in crypto get lost they're afraid of risking and they want to go all in on the one that they think is going to win where it might be better to just diversify a little bit in a few projects that you do believe in and trust yourself but again that's not financial advice guys this is Jay Crypto. i'm an entertainer at heart And I'm just here to entertain you guys. But this one was freaking sweet. So I hope you liked the video. Thanks for watching. Subscribe and like for more content. Comment what kind of content you guys want. And uh, if you do guys, I appreciate it. Thanks.